take a few minutes and think about where you are right now. Now compare that to where you want to be, whether that's one month or five years from now. Imagine if you were a better friend, a better partner, a better role model. Imagine yourself a better leader, a better employee, or a better business owner. Imagine how different your experiences would be if you decide to show up differently. The truth is, if you want something different, you must first become someone different. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey, everyone, this is Rev, and today I want to give you the permission to be different. There's never been a greater opportunity than right now to change. I mean, every now and then, often in the least likely of settings, one of the most important life lessons comes sneaking up on us and smacks us upside the head like a ton of bricks simply to remind us of something we already know but have forgotten or maybe have been ignoring. Whenever I'm fortunate enough to have that happen to me, The very first thing I do is express gratitude to God for grabbing my attention. My next step, once my headache subsides, (laughs) is to figure out what I'm supposed to do with the realization that follows. At the age of 12, I remember I vowed that I was going, I made a vow to God that I was going to become a really good husband and father, and I was going to create a family that I've always dreamed of. I was at the time living through the first of three divorces as a kid, and I'll never forget being at the local Grand Union supermarket, buying hamburger helper with food stamps. And I remember that day extremely vividly. It was that day I whispered for the very first time in my life that I was going to be different. It was was the day I gave myself permission to become different, right? And when I look back, at all the amazing gifts in my life, and there's been plenty of them, right? They usually came on the heels of what I thought at the time was some of my biggest setbacks or some of my biggest lows in my life. For example, the largest sale I ever made, right, was a $16 million deal that, you know, came on the heels of losing that exact deal 48 hours earlier. And while $16 million is, is large and is, is not, not anything to, to uh, dismiss, even by today's standards, it was extremely huge at the time when the typical large deal was anywhere from one to five million. So like just giving you perspective and also kind of dating myself, right? I met my wife in college after my high school girlfriend broke my heart. Right. And I just like the, the, the girl I, I dated when I was in, in high school, like broke up with me. And a few months later, I met the, the woman who would later become the wife, mother of my children and spend many years of happy years together. I met my business coach, right, during the 2008 financial crisis. Right. That's when I, when, when, when my, uh, when TD Bank called our line of credit and like the whole market uh, crashed is when I got introduced 
to who is still my business coach 12 years later. 12 years of the same coach. Wow, right? I hated, I remember hating, absolutely just hating. And I, and I don't use that word uh, lightly, but my first year that I got promoted, I, you know, I went from being a high performer individual contributor and I got promoted, congratulations. And I hated the year that followed. My first year in management, I inherited 12 people only to find a year later, two of them were still with me. I practically lived in the HR office. And I'll never forget the little HR lady. I love her dearly, uh, Kelly Morazas. I mean, she, I remember her telling me that I was getting in 12 months like an, a five-year MBA in, in, in leadership. And I, and I remember at that time questioning whether I made the right decision to go and to become a leader in the first place. Who knew that years later I would start my own company that was focused on leadership development? Crazy, right? Every single, I'm telling you this because every single obstacle that we ever experience is intended to serve you, to educate you, and to prepare, prepare you for what lies ahead. I've seen something on, um, I seen something on social media recently, and I don't remember the exact words, but I remember it's buzzing around where it talks about 2020 being the worst year ever, right? And like, but what if it, what if it isn't the worst year ever? Like, what if 2020 is the year we've all been waiting for? Right. Think about that for a second. Like a year that's so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary that it finally forces us to grow. A year that we finally accept the need to change. What if we are all being called to become the person we really desire to be? I remember when our kids were little, right? And I was a workaholic, right? Um, and I was at the dinner table with my family and my mind was like racing on all the thousand things I needed to do. And I remember after dinner, my wife pulled me aside and told me, you know, you're here physically, but mentally you're miles away. And if you're not going to be here, don't. And it was like, bam, wake up call, right? It was as if she smacked me upside the head, right? And the one person I loved more than anything woke my ass up and fast, right? I was not being the father or husband I wanted to be. I needed to change. I wanted to change. Regardless of any monetary success I was having at the time, I had found myself blaming everyone and everything for my lack of happiness. Uh, when I was in corporate America, I blamed my boss. When I ran two startups, I blamed my business partners. I blamed everyone and everything, the stock market, the daily grind, anybody that I could get my hand on, the weather, right? But there was one constant in every scenario, and that was the man in the mirror. And let me tell you, that's a hard pill to swallow. My, my wife's message that day was one of my life's greatest blessings. And I say that really from the bottom of my part, heart. It was her words that started me on a completely new journey. I remember making a commitment that day, just like I did when I was 12 years old, that I was committing myself, I was committing to reinvent myself. I remember telling myself that I would do anything I needed to do to become better. And I share the details of that story in my first book, There Must Be a Better Way. You can get that on Amazon. But in that book, I also share the greatest compliment my wife ever gave me. Years later, she said, what you once did defined who you were. Now who you are defines what you do. This coming from the lady, right, who woke my ass up years earlier. I have to tell you, I love her more than anything in this entire world and I wouldn't be the man I am today without her by my side. Was it an accident? I don't think so. It was the conscious decision I made to become 
who I desired to be. And guess what? The same is true for you. You might have heard an expression, be, do, have. And why am I why am I sharing that with you? It's because for years I had this pattern backwards. I, like many of you, thought it was have, do, be. Most of us believe we need to have something first, more time, more money, more love, that allow us to do what we want, buy a house, take up a hobby, go on vacation, which enables us to be who we really desire to be, right? Happy, peaceful, content, and love. I used to believe this as well. Years ago, I would say things like, when I have more time, I will be able to do more activities with my family, allowing me to be a better father and a husband. As a business professional, I would often say this, make the same mistake. It gets easy to get so caught up thinking that once we have successfully made it through the fire drill of the day, we will be able to focus on developing our team and everyone will be better. Or once we have more sales, we'll be able to do more things and everyone will be happy. The truth is, I learned, is the opposite. Be becomes first. By being a better father and a role model, my kids will want to hang out and do more things with me, allowing me to have the relationship and the memories I desire. By being a more effective leader, motivating and coaching others to reach beyond their comfort zone, my team will collectively bond together to do more, and together we will have the results we yearn for. When you choose to be different, you do things differently, which allows you to have different experiences. This is the opposite of what most people think. Why? Because it requires accountability, personal accountability. See, accountability is one of those tricky words. It begins, in my belief, it begins inside. It starts with us, right? It starts with a conscious decision, like the one I made when I was 12 years old, like the one I made when my wife gave me that that wake-up call. There's always going to be situations that are outside your control that leave you feeling afraid, stressed out, and maybe sometimes just feeling powerless. I say that because you're human. We wouldn't all be human if we didn't feel these types of emotions from time to time. But we can't allow them to force us we can't allow them to force us to defeat us. We have to learn how to empower ourselves enough to find whatever it is within our current situation that we can control, no matter how small it may be, and start there. I heard Karen Munroy say the other day, put a pin in it. And I just love that expression, put a pin in it, right? It was like, oh, I like that one, right? And the whole theory was like, what she was saying was like, visualize a map. And wherever you are, put a pin in at your location. That's your starting point. And the reality is we can only go forward if we just start from there, that point, and never stop going. See, some people feel so heavy with all the things that are going on outside their control that they believe, that they really believe they have no choice. And that's such a huge false belief. That just means you haven't been flexing what I call your choice-making muscles lately. If that's you, I suggest that you start by just recalling a successful choice you made at some point in your life, right? Choices where you initially thought that maybe, like just time travel backwards and think of something where you initially thought it was doom and gloom, only later to discover you found your way out of the darkness. We all have stories like that, stories when we didn't think it was possible to complete some project on time, yet we found a way, right? Have you ever noticed Like, have you ever just looked at what was coming your way and said, no, thank you. I'm going to find something better. 
That was why I named my first book, by the way, There Must Be a Better Way. I had no clue what that way was. All I believed was that it existed. And I made a conscious choice to start a journey to discover it. Have you ever had, like, said differently, have you ever ignored, like, your wiser instincts and just gone along with, like, the crowd or the program that everybody else was following only to regret it later? My opinion is whenever you own your own choices, whether they lead you to a better or a result or not, doesn't really matter. You are empowering yourself just by simply owning your choice. That's the essence of the power of, of, your, of choices. Now, I want you to go flex your choice-making muscles that you've been dying to flex. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. It doesn't matter where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. It is an opportunity to remind yourself that you can be whoever you desire to be. And if you under don't, if you struggle with trying to figure out where to start, put a pin in it, right? Put a pin in where you are right now and start by choosing one bite-sized actionable item that begins to move you in the direction you desire to be. And do that bite-sized action item today, right? Just make a conscious decision like, okay, I don't know where the whole thing is, but I can do one little thing today. And then make another conscious decision to do three more small size items next week. With action comes traction. (laughs) And before you know it, you're empowered to take on even the more daunting challenges. If you want help with that, that's the whole essence of my Move the Needle Challenge. It's a 14-day challenge to help you move the needle on something important. If you want more information on that, go to movetheneedlechallenge.com. But right now, in closing, I want you just to take a few minutes and think about where you are right now. Put a pin in it. Put a pin where you are right now. Now compare that to where you want to be, whether that's one month from now or five years from now. Imagine if you were a better friend, a better partner, a better role model. Imagine yourself a better leader, a better employee, or a better business owner. Imagine how different your experiences will be if you decide to simply show up differently. The truth is, if you want to have something different, you must first become someone different. Why not start today? Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.